Hi everyone. Welcome back to the Godly Confidence and Identity Podcast. It's a new episode, it's a new week, and I'm glad you made a date with me today. My name is Perpetra Mobo and I'm your host on this show. Hmm, guys, I mean speaking about the previous episode, I mean um I'm lost for words. That's all I can say because the love and the feedback I received was overwhelming, you know. The last episode was one that I didn't know what to expect, but the outcome was amazing, guys. And to think it was my very first episode, you know. I'm also glad that I didn't relent on starting this podcast, despite all the obstacles that came my way. You know, I thank God for strength, you know, and I thank God for, you know, giving me the ability to not relent and actually finally take that bold step you know to start this i mean after hearing most of the feedbacks i got i i know that that that's enough motivation for me to continue what i'm doing you know so so guys let's get into the gist of today as the title says identity Ooh, guys identity is one topic with so many misconceptions so many so many and i'm here to clear some of them identity is quite broad you know so i have decided that i'm going to be breaking this topic into two parts the first part is what i'll be speaking on today you know which is finding your identity in Christ and then next week I'll take it further to elaborate and speak more about walking in your God-given identity you know um, I say this and I'll always say it and I'm gonna say it here again you know finding and walking in your identity which is a sacred identity as a believer is the foundation and the pillar to which your Christian life is built on you know that um, there's that there's that security that comes with knowing who you are and knowing whose you are and knowing what you're capable of, you know. And if you could answer these questions, I feel like um, it comes with so much fulfillment. It comes with so much confidence, you know, when you begin to walk like this as a child of God. Yeah. So I'll begin by saying this, right? I feel like it's very important that we know this as believers. You know, there's a battle going on at this very moment. And this battle has been present since we were born, since you were born, since I was born, you know. And I guess you can't see this battle, but I'm here to tell you what this battle is about, you know, because you should be aware of it and not be ignorant of the devices of the accuser, which is the enemy, you know. We should be aware of everything he's bringing. His malicious schemes, we should be aware of it, you know. So guys, you know, and another thing I feel like is important for us to know about this battle is that, <laughs> hey, what the soul target to, like, what the target of this serious battle, you know, what the, what, what the soul target of a serious battle, which puts an obstacle to our potential as believers like it creates a bridge 
it creates a it, 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 it just it just limits us from our potential basically as believers you know and it's important to also note that the we i'm talking about in this statement refers to all of us who identify ourselves with the body of christ you know all of us who say oh we're children of god you know but i think another angle i want to come from is <laughs> a lot of people ask oh who exactly are we up against? Because guys, if I hear that there's a battle, I want to know what the battle is about. And I want to know who I'm fighting, you know. That way you're fighting from a place of understanding, right? So, who exactly are we up against? Because in every battlefield, there's an opponent, you know, who opposes something. There's somebody who are fighting. There's something you're fighting. You can't be in a battle on your own. The reason they, they, it's called a battle is that there's an opponent, you know and the opponent here is the devil you know we call him different things we call him the accuser the bible makes us understand that he's also called the accuser he's also called the enemy you know and we know who an enemy is an enemy is someone that is always against you it's not for you not your friend you know someone that is not your friend is your enemy you understand so it's a battle over what we believe about ourselves you know and let me put it more in context it's a battle over what you believe about yourself you know this battle is a battle of identity you know and it's time to gear up and fight because (laughs) um the accuser is not smiling you know another reason you need to get up and fight is because the enemy uses sneaky tactics you know those easy breezy kind of schemes that he uses you know to come at us you know and our identity so the truth is most likely you won't see it coming (laughs) yes when he comes at your identity or when he comes at what you believe you know you won't see it coming and it brings about devastating results in our lives you know but i mean everything that he speaks is lies you know that's all that that, that, that's one of the good news i have to tell you today that the devil comes with lies only and nothing about him is true yes nothing about the devil is true he will skew your perspective about who you are like he will make you (laughs) hey god he's a slimy guy it's going to skip a bit about who you are, what you're capable of, and make you question your purpose. Some of you ask, like, do I really have to engage in this fight? <laughs> Guys, we can't run away from this battle now because it will happen whether we choose to acknowledge it or not. You know, because the day we were born, the battle began, you know, but this is not what God wants for us. In fact, through Jesus' death and resurrection, he has already fought this battle for us. And he won because Christ is always victorious. So God came to give us a full life. You know, what we are resting on now is in the truth of who God is and what he says about us. But that's what the devil is now fighting. He doesn't want you to know who you are. He doesn't want you to know whose you are. He doesn't want... See, guys, that's the battle automatically. He doesn't want you to walk in your identity. He doesn't even want you to discover who you are. Because he knows that if you mistakenly find out who you are, it's over. 
I know some of you are expecting me to say, oh, it's a physical battle, or you're wondering, how exactly is this a battle, you know? But let me tell you guys something. There's no greater battle than the one against your sacred identity, you know, because if the devil can get to steal your identity, which is your sacred identity, he has stolen your purpose and your reason for living. He has stolen your existence. And he will stop at nothing to bring different misconceptions to what you identify with. Like, he will stop at nothing to make you see yourself or make you identify with things that are not who you are. You know? He's the pioneer of everything misconception about identity. You know, when I hear a lot of people define or identify themselves, I exactly just saw that, ah, like it's not of god because god can never give you this identity or make you understand that this is your identity like when something is not of god we know who he's from do you understand so i'm going to be talking about what misconceptions you know a lot of a lot of us think identity is you know um so many times you know I hear believers identify themselves in no particular order, you know, with certain things, which I'm going to be listing out, you know. So one of them is when people ask you, who are you? You know, the first thing, one of the things that I hear believers say is, oh, um, who are you? Oh, I'm, my name is Perpetual Mobo. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, I didn't ask you what's your name. Oh. I say, who are you? <laughs> you know, and I've come to understand that. A lot of us don't know how to answer that question. You know, some of us answer the question, and this part of the misconception I'm talking about. So some of us think when people ask us who we are, we think, oh, it means, oh, I am perpetual mobile. Your name is not your identity, you know, in any way. Your name is not your identity. So what this means is that people do not identify you by your name. Secondly, you know, another thing I hear a lot of believers identify with is um, the things that have shaped their lives over time, you know. Um, I feel like most of us, our stories have taken us to places, you know. The miles we've individually traveled have shaped and developed our identities. So in this case, I would say that whether we are aware of it or not, our past experiences, some of us identify ourselves with our past experiences, you know. And these past experiences might have given us flawed perspectives on who we are or who we should be. You know, this can range this can range in different ways. It could range from OE, you know um influences from our unhealthy relationships for instance or maybe circumstances that were not that were unforeseen you know and the fact that we allowed others to do things to us without complaining or pushing back some of all those things have defined us over the years but the reality is these are not supposed to be the things that define you as a person you know another thing i hear people define themselves with is things of the world this one is very popular like 
you just see people coming oh yes so like for instance bill gates is the richest man in the world he's what this 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 that you know we i see a lot of people define themselves with their financial bracket and their financial status I see a lot of people define themselves with, oh, who are you? I'm the CEO of this company, you know. They are, some of them identify themselves with their job titles. I see some people identify themselves with their appearance, you know. I see some people, some say slim mama. I'm a slim mama. I mean, I don't even know what that means. But, you know, I see some people identify themselves with ah, social media, number of followers. You know, you see some people say, oh, I have um, um, 120 million um followers you know that's that's how they define themselves some even go as far as defining themselves with what people think about them people's opinions and the truth is you know all these things i've mentioned is such an easy trap to fall into you know and and these traps right are traps that many of us are in and many of us actually struggle to climb out of it you know and what we don't understand is that these things that i have all mentioned yeah in as much as they are good and they are needed as believers you know i mean god wants us to be rich and wealthy god wants us to you know be bold and confident there's so many things i mentioned that god wants of us right but one thing he doesn't want is he never created those things he never provided those things you know to be our identity you know those things are just attributes that make up our lives they are just things that oh side side pieces they are not the things that are supposed to define who we are you know and the truth is that these influences and this perspective i have just listed out now you know each and every one of them that have just said now they are not external, you know, which is why they can never rightly tell us who we really are. The truth is, we, we shouldn't identify or, or, or define ourselves with fickle things. Because what happens when all of those things... Because those things are fragile definitions, right? And what happens when, of those, when those things come crumbling down, you know, is that we experience failure. Because yes, now, for instance, I lose my job. Because I've identified my identity with my job title, when I lose my job, I then feel like a failure. I then feel like a loss. I don't feel more of myself. That's because I'm attaching my identity to things that can easily shake, you know. And we know that things of this world are not stable. They are fickle. So you shouldn't identify yourself with things that are not constant hey i'm sure at this point you already know where i'm heading like don't don't identify yourself with things that will break your heart hey god things that will make you feel less of yourself when the things are gone or when the things go or when things don't turn out the way you want them to turn out you know we we shouldn't identify ourselves with such things yeah so um we shouldn't we shouldn't um identify or define ourselves with things that are subject to change you know because if we do that our identity comes crumbling down when those things shakes do you understand and guys it makes us unstable you know so um i think i'm gonna say this right and this brings me to the battle i was talking about earlier 
you know this is the battle we're fighting and all of all i've mentioned this is how the devil wants you to think this is what the devil wants you to believe you know many of us are going through life with lies and these are the lies that just called out do you understand these are the lies that i have identified as misconceptions to identity you know and like i said earlier the author of these lies is not that person but the devil like he has no truth in him so you have to wake up and fight him but the good thing about gci podcast is we don't just help you identify the problems Mm-mm. we have solutions <laughs> we have solutions you know and it is it's it, it's a hard this, this, this process is, is quite hard, right? But I feel like for everything, I keep saying for every problem, I believe that there is always a solution, you know? So one of the solutions I'm going to recommend today, you know, is now for us to wake up and fight. And how do we now fight? We fight by changing how we define and align our identity, you know? You have to choose not to accept the lies of the devil. See, you have to fight though. Because if you don't accept it, it's going to give it to you forcefully. You know, if you don't wake up and fight, it will become your reality. So you have to wake up. You know, you have to choose not to believe any of his lies. You have to choose to change your identity. It's a decision. I believe that change begins with intentionality. You know, intentionality starts when you identify the problem. And then you begin to seek solutions, you know. And the process is quite hard and ugly. I'm not even going to lie to you, you know sorting through these lies of the devil these misconceptions if that's who you've been or if that's what you have guided your life over the years with you have to sort through these lies and then now change that whole thoughts you know you need to change the identity of yourself you know however doing this will lead to a lot of wholeness and freedom you know as you learn to exist in your god-given identity you know and one of the ways you can begin this journey is to ask god the simple question you know lord what do you say that i am i mean the bible tells us that before he formed us in our mother's womb he knew us like you he knew you before he formed you in your mother's tummy. so it's to show you how how intentional god is about us like he's that detailed you know and I've come to tell you today that the only person you should ever think of identifying yourself with as a child of God is God himself. Earlier, I spoke about how um, we're, we're not identified by our name, but, but by our expressions, you know. So now I want to elaborate more on who you should identify yourself with. I mentioned earlier that you should identify yourself with God alone, you know. And this then mean that if I perpetual identify myself as a child of god then my expression should be defined by that of the expressions of god that's the only person i should be trying to be like that's the only person i should be trying to imitate you know who who i identify with this means that my actions how i live my life is not the expressions should match the way god lives his life too if god can perform miracles then I can perform miracles. Are you guys understanding? If God says I am a city set upon the hill, that's my identity. If God is um, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, I'm seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. 
you know i should imitate god in everything and everywhere i live like people people should literally use me as a standard when characterizing a child of god in essence that's what i'm trying to say you know so i believe that um finding our identity in christ like i said earlier is a pillar we need to we need to work on and when we do that god will bless us god will we begin to walk as giants we are no longer intimidated we're no longer we walk from a place of authority you know we approach people from a place of understanding like things 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 are no longer the same so in the next episode i'm going to be talking about how you begin to walk in your true identity because the truth is finding out who you are is one step walking in who you are is another step it's very important you can't just find out who you are and relax no you need to work it out you need to practice it okay the bible says that it has given me authority on earth am i acting like somebody that has been given authority you know so these are the things i'm going to be elaborating more in my next episode um thank you all for listening today um i, I hope you learned something one or two and i would actually urge us to wake up and get on this battle and you know find out who we are find out who we are and find out what we're on here or on earth to do another thing i feel to mention is that in your identity comes your purpose walking in your identity comes your purpose do you understand comes the fulfillment of purpose actually you know so um for any collaborations don't forget to reach out to us at godlyconfidence.gmail.com please um follow us on our social media platforms and see you next week take care